What happened to the internet? I feel like it's just one big rickroll now. Hi, my name is Michael Bosey. Welcome to my podcast. Thanks for joining me today. You know, I had a good response to the last episode, which was kind of a rant, and I want to get started with this this new series that I'm working on, but I kind of have another rant, and this one is about the internet and what's happened to it recently. I feel like now it's really just one big rickroll, and if you don't know what a rickroll is, well, let me rickroll you in the show notes. I left a link there so you can experience it for yourself, or you can skip to the last 10 seconds of this episode after the music plays, and I'll define it for you. But remember the promise of the internet, right? Way back in the day, it was this sort of techno-utopia Connect with anyone, anytime, create good stuff, publish it, build a following. All these things that that promised connection. But now it just seems like it's this cheap, lowest common denominator, race to the bottom. These tactics that, as I complain about often in this podcast, that are pushy, aggressive, uh, and needlessly so. And I feel like we might just be at the bottom now because on every single site, it seems that you click on the link, you want to read the article, whatever content is there that interested you in the title, uh, you click through and what do you get? Immediately, a pop-up ad. I mean, immediately, right before you've even read the goddamn article. Or you get a welcome mat, what's called a welcome mat in the marketing world, something that slides down or up or whatever and covers the entire content until you somehow find the opt-out. Or just the things that, that happen where it blocks the view of the article, you know, or the things that blur the article and don't allow you to see this. Or the this site uses cookies notice. Look, I haven't even gotten the chance to read your article. Why are you asking me to subscribe or take an action? I haven't even experienced what you have to offer yet. Why do you think that I owe you that trust? I don't. Or when you decide to leave and you start to move away from the site or click up to the back button or whatever, and you get what's called an exit intent pop-up, again, in marketing speak. Uh, which says, oh, hey, don't go. Did you get a chance to, uh, to subscribe to our list or to do something else that you didn't want to do in the first place? And of course, look, these things are used to quote unquote, convert more visitors. To me, it converts, but it's converting them into people who think you're aggressive and pushy and won't ever do business with you. Congratulations. Or how about uh, you go to a site and it starts auto-playing videos, Uh, especially with the sound on. Tell me, how is that not a Rickroll? I mean, that's the very definition of a Rickroll, right? You were expecting to get some piece of content and instead you get something else that you didn't want. Now, look, it's not just the web too, right? It's social as well. How many times do you follow someone on Twitter and you immediately get back a robot who sends you a direct message that says, hey, thanks for following, Michael. Please check out and like my Facebook page or please buy my shit or click on my link or read my book or do whatever. Uh, Again, 
something that I wasn't thinking that I was going to be getting from you, yet here you are. We get this in email too, right? How many times do you get put on someone's list and you get spam and surprise, in effect, you've been rickrolled. By the way, as a little aside, there's a nice little uh, trick that you can use uh, uh, to find out if someone's done this to you. So, for instance, if you get put on a list without, uh, without your permission, the best way to track that is to use a special email address. And I think you can do this with other emails, but I know for a fact it works with Gmail. So, for instance, with my address, I might put... Uh, my address, so it's mbozy plus, and then put the site name at gmail.com. And now when someone sends you that surprise spam, if that address is from that site name that you've used to tag it or identify it, now you know who sold your address. Pretty cool, right? And now you can send them a note and say, hey, what were you doing? Why did you sell my address to someone else? That wasn't cool. That wasn't what we agreed to. Or was it, in, you know, buried in some fine print somewhere that I did agree to just by, you know, visiting your site or getting cookied or whatever. Not cool. This type of behavior needs to be stamped out. Now, there's one case where I don't mind it so much. And that is on sites like uh, Medium, uh, New York Times, uh, Boston Globe does it too, you know, where they'll allow you to see the article, but they might put a footer or at the top of the page, a little banner that says, hey, uh, glad that you're enjoying this article. Uh, this is one of five free articles you get or three free articles or whatever. I think that's fine. And then, of course, the, the assumption there is if you've reached your monthly limit or whatever, then then you might have to pay for it. But the reason I don't mind this is because it's a little softer. One, it's not blocking the whole article. It's allowing you to experience it. It's giving them a chance to say, hey, let, let's prove our worth to you. And then if you find that you keep coming back, you know, you hit your limit, it's a safe assumption that you're getting some value from it, right? And then it's your choice, you know, should I pay for this or not? But a pop-up to subscribe or to pay or whatever before you've even read the first line of the first article, come on, cut that out. It's pushy, makes me not like you. And look, I'm not alone here. I see that kind of crap, I leave immediately. I don't care what you have to say now. And I want to make sure that you get that fast bounce rate while Google's there watching me leave. Show up, leave immediately. You know what that says to Google? That your site sucks. Listen, this is the only way we're going to stop this type of behavior. Join in with me and pledge to do the very same thing to any site that is playing this kind of rickroll garbage. Leave immediately. Google's watching and it's the only vote that we get. Getting attention is easy if you yell loud enough. I don't care about getting attention. I care about keeping it. That's way harder and way more valuable. And that's what I talk about all the time. And this, 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 what this whole podcast is about, soft touch marketing. I don't need to go through this whole thing and sell myself on this. If you're a longtime listener, you understand that. If you're new to it, I got tons of stuff to help with selling and marketing in a different way that's a lot more ethical and respectful to your customers. Uh, I left links for you in the show notes so you can follow up on that if you like. Uh, whole series on new marketing and sales and how this is done. And guess what? None of it is about rickrolling your visitors. All right. Again, thank you for sticking with me through a rant. 
next episode, I promise I'll get started on the series that I intended to start, which is about leveling up your content marketing efforts. And I hope that you will join me then. All right. Thanks again, everyone. I really appreciate you. All right, here's the answer at the back of the book. For those who don't know, here's what Rickroll means. A Rickroll or being Rickrolled is when someone sends you a link to something, you click on that link, and a music video of Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley plays instead of what you were expecting. That's a Rickroll.